0: In Jesus' name, this is Pastor Sean, and you're listening to The Intersection, not your normal fluffy Christian show. Um, Wow, since the Democrats have taken over, they are taking over. Something I wish that uh, conservatives would do when they had power, but they just can't seem to get themselves to do it. Um, We talked last week about the cull of the military, the purge in the military, the the uh attempt to purge the military of any conservative thinking by branding it white supremacy by besmirching our brave military soldiers and officers and our national guard treating them literally with contempt and with suspicion which i think personally is an impeachable offense um that's my personal thing but man since democrats have taken over they have wasted no time they are going after every foundation now i i'm Cautious in using that word Democrat because I don't know that there's that many left. And when I say Democrat, I'm talking about the classical definition of a Democrat or a liberal, has been hoodwinked by this progressive socialist party. Um, and man, they are making headway. So not only have they gone after and tried to make a call in our military, not only are they, they breaking down all of the foundations. Uh, that make our country great, but now they want to go after elections, and why wouldn't they? It worked. Yes, folks, you can argue here, there, or anywhere, whether or not believing that the election was stolen. Um, You can say that it's an insurrectionist conspiracy. You can say any of those things, but I can tell you this. Whether or not the numbers come out to it being stolen, which I believe it does, um, they want to change elections to make sure... That they're never won again. Now, traditional American thinking, whether you were a liberal or a conservative, was the integrity of the election. Win, lose, or draw, you want the election to have integrity. We don't want to be a banana republic, which, by the way, we are already beginning to peel the skin of the banana. We are that close. We are, we are a soft banana republic, a soft communist regime, um, but... Um, they want to make sure that power is attained um, either through fair elections or not. And the the idea of fair elections uh, to them is to only get the outcome which you desire. That means make sure the election is always tilted in your favor. Well, there was an experiment done this last election because of COVID, of course, because of safety. And that experiment apparently worked, and it has only— emboldened these so-called socialist progressives to go after and federalize the elections. Now, elections are held in every state. Each state sets its own set of rules, and they're set by the legislature. Those alone were tipped on their head this year because of COVID. remember we have to be safe— because of covid i mean i'm talking about the first case that hit america they already had this these these plans ready for mail-in voting for extending the voting day for all of these things in most cases it was done by the by the secretary of states um the secretary of state of each state which by the way is illegal because only state legislatures can make voting laws but hey that doesn't matter all that matters where we were safe. And Republicans, of course, conservatives, as usual, were were uh, slow to the draw, let it happen. And then after it happened, said, well, there's nothing we can do about it because it already happened. And even conservative courts and people who are conservative judges said, well, if it, you know if it had happened before the election, well, we have an opportunity, my friends, because there's other elections coming up. And our adversaries, yes, I call them adversaries because I do not believe that a a uh, progressive socialist communist has our country's best interest in heart. They are already working overtime to make sure that we never have a fair and free election again. They just passed an 800-page bill. And I love the name of the bill. It's called the People's Bill. Yes, it is the people's bill. You know, they love to use that word people's like the people's republic of china. You know, power to the people. You know all those communist socialist places that that uh, whether the people have a choice or not they like, they like to call it the people. So this is the people's bill. Uh yes, HR1. The people's bill and it would change our election process Forever, he Joe Biden has said he will sign it. They want it. They want us to believe that it's a more equal bill, a bill that ensures all citizens can vote and non, that all people can vote of age and under age, that all people can vote alive or dead. It's just a bill to make sure that Democrats retain power. Let's look at some of the things this bill does. Well, number one, it openly breaks the Constitution. Um, Under both the Elections Clause of Article 1 of the Constitution and the Electors Clause of Article 2, states have the principle of of presidential elections exclusively. They have a responsibility to safeguard the manner of holding elections. This bill would instead unconstitutionally give Congress the (laughs) prime—pardon me— supremacy over state elections in numerous ways. In other words, it would federalize the elections. Can you imagine that federal election laws coming down from Washington, D.C., and like Michigan and Ohio and let's say Oklahoma, let's say some Alabama, California, all of these states would now have to follow federal election guidelines instead of being able to, to have state. Why don't we just ban the electoral college then? I mean, they would love that. But when you have your election laws coming from Washington, D.C., rather than your own state, it openly breaks the Constitution. Um, It also, number two, sets up chambers to intimidate judges. It would establish a commission to protect democratic institutions. You know, it's funny because every socialist and communist country use the word democratic. I don't you don't think they do. It's, it's astounding. You would think that the word democratic means that everything is fair and equal. Well, they are going to have a commission to protect it. They would have the power to force judges to testify before a panel of unelected federal bureaucrats. According to the bill on page 389, the commission or any member of subcommittee of commission may hold hearings and sit and act at such times and places, take such testimony, receive evidence and administer such oaths as the commission con- uh, considers advisable. This commission finds would be given the authority to compel judges to testify and justify their legal decisions, threatening their independent judgment, subjecting them to political pressure and harassment. Remember when the judiciary was not an activist part? it It was the third branch of government, not an activist branch. Well, this would basically squash the ability of the judges and the judiciary to make decisions in elections. No, unelected bureaucrats would be their bosses and tell them and intimidate them into submission. Listen to this, mail mandate mail-in ballots. Oh, so now we went from COVID being the reason that we needed them. By the way, for those who are saying, what's the matter with people getting mail-in ballots? That would be called absentee. It's when it's requested, sent to a person, certified, signature matched, and an ID is usually... uh, required in order to get a absentee ballot this is mailing. this is just mailing out random ballots all over the place by the way i got some this year that weren't even in my name and they weren't even to the right address and yet they showed up at my house could have been easily filled out and sent back in and probably not questioned so they want to do mail-in ballots rather than reject the 2020 electoral chaos caused by bureaucrats suspending state election laws to further unreliable mail-in voting, by the way, Democrats used to be against this, like Jimmy Carter, and suspend legal deadlines for mail-in ballots, H.R. 1 would mandate this electoral chaos forever. The bill mandates universal mail-in balloting and requires states to wait 10 days after election day for an outstanding tranches of ballots to be suddenly discovered in Democrat-rung strongholds. That's exactly what happened this last time. Donald Trump was winning by a mighty margin at 10, 10 p.m. at night. But then, oh my goodness! Over the next few days, we found all of these mail-in ballots. We waited for them to arrive because we don't want to oppress and we don't want to we we don't want to uh, uh, cut anybody off from their ability to 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 uh, vote or to harvest ballots. The Heritage Report notes that no fault absentee ballots are a tool choice for vote thieves besides a recipe for chaos and partisan election manipulation this is unconstitutional the exclusivity of state power to define the method of choosing presidential electors means that congress may not force states to permit presidential voting by mail or curbside voting this is what they do in banana republics you know those places where, like you know saddam hussein ran and got like 95 percent of the vote every time because he was so popular the people he oppressed just loved him and in South America, we have the same. They're banana republics. They pose as they pose as free democracies with free elections, but they they're they're done in such a way that uh, that uh, we want to make sure that uh, you know power is kept within a party, and this is the way to do it. Listen to this. Eliminate voter ID, election security. I mean, what could go wrong with that? By the way, voter voter ID is racist because apparently African-Americans or Latino-Americans or Asian-Americans, heck, white Americans, just don't have IDs, even though they have to have them to go to the, you know, to, to write a check, to process many requests. I mean, they have to have IDs for all to go to a bar. They have to have an ID. But yet, if you eliminate voter ID security, it suddenly opens the doors for people to not be oppressed. Perhaps the most egregious act's limitations on voter ID laws, um, fairly considered requiring government-issued photo identification at the polls, represents nothing more than best practice for election administration. In other words, you got to match your face with your ballot, at least your name with your ballot. After a brief overview of history of bipartisan support for voter ID laws, Voter ID laws remain popular with 35 states requiring some form of documentary personal identification at the polls. Yet the act would dismantle meaningful voter ID laws by allowing a statement as a substitute for prior issued document backed identification. In other words, if you just say it, it's okay. If you say that's who you are, it's okay. To the individual's identity and the individuals eligible to vote in the election. This does little to ensure that voters who are they are who they say they are. Worse, um, the capacity of voter ID requirements to protect against improper interference with voting rights it viscerates that it viscerates that um, when a person can vote and they don't have to prove who they are, they can vote all the time, anytime. In fact, they don't even have to exist. Listen to this one. Register millions of criminally present foreign citizens to vote. In other words, let's put it the nice way undocumented immigrants not illegal immigrants but yes illegal immigrants it would give them the ability to vote by forcing states to automatically and duplicatively register all people to vote through government outposts such as motor vehicles state universities welfare ag- agencies hr1 would register millions of illegal immigrants to vote in the united well, what's wrong with that they live here you know what the thing that has made us citizenship so valuable has been cast out the window citizenship means nothing anymore if a non-citizen can have all the rights and practices to our privileges and our benefits including voting the u.s has lost we are no longer a country we are formally and fully in fact why don't we i shouldn't give this idea why don't we go ahead and send out mail-in ballots around the world because, you I mean, why even have to? Uh, wouldn't it be, you know, uh, uh, bigoted or racist to even say you had to live here to vote here? What if you just feel like you want to vote in the American election? Why can't we just send them to Sweden and Norway and South America and Africa and China? I mean, there's probably a lot of Chinese nationals who voted in this election from China. Why not just let the entire world vote in our election? Why not? Because representation is for citizens, and the people who represent us in government, including the president of the United States, needs to be representative of U.S. citizens. Now, when people come across the border illegally and receive jobs and begin to work and or don't uh, receive our benefits, to grant them voting rights because they're simply within the United States is a grave, grave error and will soon be Uh, The downslide, the downward slide of what's left of what we call the United States of America. According to their own reports on surveys, millions of illegally present foreign citizens vote in the United States and overwhelmingly for Democrats. Democrats, including President Barack Obama, have worked to prevent states from enforcing laws against foreign citizens voting in U.S. elections. You know, I want a ballot for Mexico and I want a ballot for Honduras. And I want why can't I why shouldn't I be allowed to vote in their election? Why shouldn't I be allowed to shape their foreign policy? Because I don't live there. I'm not. And if I did, I'm still not a citizen. You know, one of the worst things we've done to America has we've destroyed citizenship. We have destroyed the idea that citizenship is special. People waited in line. They, they 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 pledged allegiance. They did the necessary work and requirements and even financial things to become American citizens. And we have spit in every immigrant's face that has come here legally by this nonsense, and to uh, automatically register. Remember when they said that we, that it was conspiracy that we wanted to have illegal. A- Remember when when the, when President Trump said that illegal aliens had voted in the election, and people said he was crazy that that it was a conspiracy that there's no evidence of that. And now they're not even denying it. They're not even denying that millions of illegals vote in the elections. They're not even denying that millions of more will. That you know, especially if we give them the right to. It would essentially create de facto voting rights for tens of millions of non-citizens inside the United States. You know, some of these elections are so close, they're by thousands of votes, and you're going to give tens of millions of non-citizens the right to vote And it says, you know, if uh, the people coming across the border and the border crisis that we're having right now, and by the way, it is a crisis. If the people coming across were wearing Donald Trump shirts, that wall would go up so fast. And let me tell you what, voter rolls would be purged. If they thought that people coming here illegally were voting conservative... It, the wall would be a thousand feet high and they would check every voter ID in this country. But they know that they're not, that they're overwhelmingly voting Democrat. Number six, it would explode opportunities for election cheating. Yes, adding to the threat of increased voter fraud, the act would mandate nationwide automatic voter registration and election day voter registration. Wow. Not even a chance to see if the people registering are legit the same day. Isn't that awesome? Such systems would provide too many opportunities for non-citizens and other ineligible voters to vote and register and cast fraudulent ballots before officials can take preventative action. What's well, what they want. They don't want there to be a time to have preventative action. They don't want there to be an election day. They don't want there to be an election day. They want there to be an election month. They, w- they want the election to go on as long as they need to to prevail. That's exactly what happened this last election. You can close your eyes and say, oh, no, it's conspiracy. They waited and they've harvested and they dug and they, they found ballots until you win. It's called moving the goalpost. There should be an election day. People need to vote on election day or by absentee beforehand. And that's it. If you don't, you have opened the door. To fraudulent elections. You know, if we lose our elections, we've lost everything. If there is no confidence that the person that we... By the way, for all of those who are yelling about insurrection and conspiracies, and that if you, even, if you even say, hey, there's some anomalies to the voting here. There's some stuff that doesn't look right. If you say that, you have now weakened American elections. You have now questioned the integrity of elections, and you're an insurrectionist. But for three years, if you want to say Russia stole it for Trump, that was okay. That was absolutely, oh, in fact, we had paid for investigations on that. I mean, it It actually, we spent time and money on that conspiracy. And yet they want to open voting up and destroy our election integrity because they know, they know by doing all of this, the Democrats will retain power eternally until we are nothing but a banana republic. till we are nothing but a socialist stronghold. You know, why? Why do they want this? You ever wondered that? Why would you, why would you want the destruction of your own country? Why, why do you hate sovereignty of your own nation? Why do you despise your own American culture? Why do you detest the flag? Why do you hate patriotism? Why do you want children to be raised in classrooms where they hate their own country? What, what, what is the conspiracy? And how have they gotten so many people to sign on to that? The self-loathing and the, the, the. I mean, there are people who are just filled with glee at the idea of the republic being no more, of the opportunities of the United States being destroyed, of the exceptionalism of the American culture being eroded. People filled with glee about that, angry that you would stand in the way of that. This bill would also prevent cleaning up of voter rolls. I mean, they're not even hiding the fact that they don't want to clean up voter rolls. I mean, why would you? Why would you? States cannot use a combination of voter inactivity and unresponsive to maintain voter lists and may instead remove illegitimate voter registrations only where officials attain some other unspecified objective and reliable evidence that the registrant is ineligible to vote. In other words, they don't want dead people off of there. They don't want illegal people. They don't want people who move to another state off of there. No. They want to use those opportunities to create votes number eight unleash my mo- i'm not gonna get through all these today unleash mobs on political donors if passed the bill would require that political speakers and nonprofit organizations publish the identities of their donors you ever heard of such a thing this would create blacklists for elect leftist activists you know this is so obvious they want people to be afraid to give to the candidates that they want to besmirch. And they will besmirch you for doing so. They will destroy your business, destroy your family, destroy your life and your reputation by creating blacklists that elect leftist activists. You know, the reason they don't fear that, well, it could be fair, it could happen both ways. They, well, they don't fear this because they know conservatives don't do that. Not real conservatives. We love the First Amendment, we love freedom of speech. We love freedom. And we don't want to besmirch people for giving to their left-wing radical. We're not going to cancel. There is no conservative cancel culture because it goes completely against conservative values to cancel people. We actually want to uphold people who even oppose our points of view. We want to the First Amendment to apply to them as well, but they do not want that for us. Can you imagine that people are afraid to give to political organizations, or candidates because they're going to be besmirched. They're going to release the mob on you. In addition, the bill would require massive compliance costs for candidates, citizens, civic groups, unions, corporations, and nonprofit organizations, says the Heritage Foundation. Many of these provisions violate the First Amendment, protect incumbents, and reduce the accountability of politicians to the public. It's... Onerous disclosure requirements for nonprofit organizations would subject their members to donors to intimidation and uh, harassment. Listen to this. Even the American Civil Liberties Union, you know, that bastion of conservatism, not expressed concern about these provisions in a letter to House Democrats. It would harm political advocacy and expose nonprofit donors <laughs> to harassment and threats of violence should their support for organizations be subject to force these disclosures. I mean when the ACLU's saying it's a bad idea, um it's a bad eye. Not that everything they say is a bad idea is a bad idea, but even they recognize the harm this could do to freedom. Well, until next time, this is Pastor Sean. May God richly bless you. <laughs> With the bad news, with the young guns, with the ones that they told you to run from. Yeah, a player's gonna play and a hater's gonna hate.